0: Good ideas are like red wine. They need time in the cellar for refinement. Here's where I keep mine. Welcome to 55 Degrees. I'm in a brand new place. It's a place I did not envision or plan for or ever care to be in. In some ways, it feels like I have graduated college with a very expensive degree, some practical experience, but no clear direction ahead. The canvas is blank and I'm not sure what to paint on it. It's an uncertain place, but I wouldn't call it scary. I'm not that way. It's my nature to keep going. I live for possibilities. Some would say I live in the future, or at least I'm always picturing it and what it might look like, and I'm always trying to figure out how do we get there. I think this helps explain why faith comes natural to me. Faith is central to my entire thought process. Ever since I was 17, faith is deeply personal to me. And I don't always talk about it openly, but I feel it's time to start. My reticence comes from a fear of being misunderstood. It's not important that you agree with me. It's deeply important that I feel you understand me. And there's much misunderstanding when it comes to the topic of faith. I'm seminary educated. My first career profession was a collegiate pastor. You might say I got paid to have faith, but I came to a point where my faith was stagnant and I was at a crossroads. Do I stay in my profession and still receive a paycheck all the while knowing that I was not in a place of confidence? It was incongruent and I didn't like that feeling. I felt like a poser. I knew I needed a change. Ultimately, I had to leave the ministry to find my faith again. I eventually found it, and now 15 years later, I haven't lost it. One reason I've chosen to address this topic on my podcast is that I'm ready to risk being misunderstood. It's safer to be quiet and talk about other subject matter. But there's where I find that same incongruence. Why would I not be willing to talk about something that's so central and so important to me? I didn't have a very good answer for myself. Second reason I'm choosing to speak is that you might be like me, in the same boat, redefining what your faith will look like for your future There's been much said in the name of faith that I do not resonate with any longer. If that's the case for me, you might be thinking that way too. It's my desire that by adding my voice into the conversation, I might be able to say something that you've been thinking, but you didn't know how to articulate it. And that's my role here. I'm just using my voice to help you hear yours. And why now? I'm a recent widower. In many ways, I'm starting over. Who am I as a widowed man after nearly 30 years of marriage? What will the next years look like? I've lost a lot, so that means I have less to lose, including time. The Psalms say, teach us to number our days so that we may gain a heart of wisdom. The interesting point about that instruction is this. I can't number my own days. I don't know how how many days I have left, but I can number those around me. My late wife, 21,923 days, age 60. My dad, 27,351 days, age 75. And my mom, 30,070 days age 85. What I gain from this exercise is this. Everyone's life comes to an end and I plan to live with that in mind. I'm one step closer to it today than I was yesterday. You might call it a new sense of urgency. I like to think of it as a new opportunity. And what you will soon learn about me is that I always lean toward the positive side of life. It might annoy you, but on the other hand, it might be a most refreshing sound that you've been wanting to hear. I don't seek balance. The spirit of the age exists to do that for me. There's plenty of negativity available. I don't need to balance my life or words with anything negative. That doesn't make sense to me. So here's where I'm going in the next episodes of this podcast. I'm very intentional. I'm not winging it. I have a thought process I'm working out here. I plan to describe what a life of faith has looked like for me beginning at the age of 17 and what it looks like now on day 20,872 at age 57. I will describe how I understand the simplicity of faith and the two prerequisites to living a fulfilling, rich, and abundant life of faith. I will share about how I have tossed overboard much of what was handed to me over the years in the name of faith that I no longer deem necessary. I no longer embrace the idea that living by faith has to be difficult, that any mindset rooted in difficulty is a negative derived from an understanding of the world around me, not the kingdom of heaven. I will share how I hear from God and have entered into an ongoing conversation with Him. I've come to reject the idea that God is elusive, difficult to hear, and hard to understand. I will describe the role that dreams and visions play for me. Hopefully, I can take away some of the weirdness and mystery. I'll share how I interpret their meaning and use that information to root me deeper in faith. I think you'll find it interesting, especially if you have regular dreams and you don't know what they mean or what to do with them. I will describe my thoughts for social change and spiritual awakening and how a life of faith is the most beautiful antidote to the rage and anger rampant in the spirit of the age today. I will talk about how looking to past movements and awakenings can actually hinder the possibilities of the new things God wants to do to set people free into an abundant life of faith. So, here we go. I'm ready to chart new territory. I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening.